Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Please visit our website at active-faith.org and email me at stevehemphill1 at me.com. The last episode, we talked about uh, ancient covenant step number two, which is a belt exchange. Ancient covenants had 10 steps. You had to do all 10 to be in covenant. This was in Abraham's time. Today, we're covering the original ancient covenant step number three, which is a weapons exchange. Um, This is the point where covenant differs greatly from modern day contracts. Contracts can be broken, renegotiated, violated, or canceled, but covenants are more binding and much more permanent than that. They're they're non-cancelable. They become integrated into your DNA to the point they cannot be extracted or removed, And, and violators of the covenant vows and promises are executed. Um, So this step of the exchanging weapons signifies an exchange of enemies. If Bill and Steve make a covenant, then Bill's enemies are now Steve's enemies. And Steve's enemies become Bill's enemies. And if either of Steve or Bill are attacked, the other covenant party is required to come and aid this situation, period. If they do not come, the offended party is authorized to execute them because they violated the contract. In the case of Abraham's covenant with God, it means that God's enemies are now Abraham's and that Abraham's enemies are now God's. Now, what does this mean in in common English to the modern day Christian? Uh, God's enemy, Satan, is now man's enemy. Satan wants to hurt us because we're in covenant with God. It's a way for him to get to God, so to speak. Man's enemies, because of sin, is death. That's man's enemy. So Jesus came and conquered death. See how beautifully that fits together? In fact, the last enemy to be destroyed is death, according to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 26. New Living Translation says, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death. See, the world wants us to believe that death is a permanent part of history. You know, billions of years of death and dead things and bones, and then man comes along. But the truth is, from Scripture, that there was no death before sin, 1 Corinthians 15, 21. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death, 1 Corinthians 15, 26. So death is only a temporary enemy. It's an enemy that will one day be destroyed, removed. Uh, taken away as any kind of an obstacle. So so as soon as man, notice, was in covenant with God in Eden, what does Satan do? He attacks with a lie. This comes from Genesis 3, 4 through 5. New Century Version says, but the snake, Satan, said to the woman, you will not die. God knows if you eat the fruit from that tree, you'll learn about good and evil, and you will be like God. Lord, deliver me from temptation. Open my eyes to the avenue of escape when temptations arise. Grant me the strength of will to be able to resist and follow your commands. Keep me from deception and willful sin in Jesus' name. You see, this lie that Adam and Eve believed was an attack from God's enemy, which led to sickness and disease and death and thorns and thistles and pain and childbirth and much more. And we're going to talk about some of these in future episodes about the five earths in the Bible, 
But covenants actually draw the battle lines, and Satan is on the other side. God, however, is on your side. The New Testament continues this theme with many verses about Satan being our enemy. 1 Peter 5, verse 8, NIV says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He was God's enemy, but now because you're in covenant with him, he's your enemy. Uh, in the parable of the seeds in Matthew 13, 39, it says, The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Ephesians 6 is the chapter on spiritual warfare. Verse 13 in the NLT uh, um, gives us some more insight. It's, it's weapons. It's one of the weapons we're going to cover extensively in future episodes, but it says in verse 13, therefore put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. <clears throat> then after the battle, you'll stand firm. So Satan had to get permission to uh, attack Job, and we see that even in the New Testament, Satan had to get permission from God to attack the disciples. Luke 22, 31 and 32, NLT says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you, not just Simon, but each of you, each of the disciples, like wheat. But verse 32 says, but I pleaded for you in prayer and that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented, when you have repented, he knew Simon was going to fail. He knew Peter was going to going to fail in his promise to stay faithful. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. So today's bad news is that Satan is our enemy when we make our own covenant with God. But the good news is that we, if we are in covenant with God, uh, then God is on our side, which means we can't lose, right? It didn't matter if Goliath was 40 feet tall. He didn't stand a chance because he wasn't in covenant with God. Lord, my covenant with you has made Satan my enemy. Deliver me from him and from all evil. I know he's looking for a way to destroy me with schemes and tricks. Please protect me and deliver me in Jesus' name. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to train yourself to face every battle with the confident knowledge that you have access to God's weapons and God's weapons or a sure bet for every fight, right? Also, you can study scripture to learn all the weapons that God has so we can utilize them in our fight against Satan and his demons. We have exchanged weapons, right? So now we have access to at least, I have found at least 50 weapons in scripture. I used to think there were two, prayer and God's word, but I'm up to 50 something weapons. We'll talk about those in future weeks. I have found in scripture so far. Uh, so, um, Thank you for listening. Go to activefaith, active-faith.org and donate to the ministry if you'd like to help us keep this going. And I'll see you next time on Battle Plan, where we're going to cover the ancient covenant step number four, sacrifice. Keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.